The mics are blood clot open. Check, check, check. Select accent for the podcast. <laughs> Calvin. Calvin always late. Man, I, I just need some coffee. Hold on. All right, guys, are we ready? That was a mini slap. Huh? Or a slurp. I don't have a big mouth like you, bro. I'm sorry, man. All right, we are ready for episode <laughs> episode 12 of The Mics Are Open. My name is G Money. My name is Calvin. Andy Young. All right, and every week we wrap up some crazy stories in the 254, which is Nairobi, Kenya, by the way, where we record this podcast. How are you guys doing, man? I'm chill. We're late this week. <laughs> That's what she said. You don't want to get that late text. <laughs> yes. Because you didn't use no late text. Yeah, we're sorry to everyone who uh, has been hitting us up. What happened to you guys on Friday? Yeah, we're late this week. Yeah. I don't like when we do the podcast late because it does. It feels like the podcast doesn't get a chance to grow because now we're going to end up doing two editions this week. Yeah, no problem. Mm. There are some podcast guys who do like two or three episodes a week, a week though. Man. So goals, yeah. man. Goals. Do you know what I mean? Those are the goals right there. So end of the day, eventually when you no longer hear us on air, you'll be able to listen to us on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeser. That's what go on. All rights reserved. Right. <laughs> so um it's been an interesting week in, in Kenya. Um the death of one of the biggest um what's his business moguls. Let's let's say the death of the CEO of the most profitable company in East Africa. Mm. Yeah. The late Bob Collymore, who um, came to Kenya about 10 years ago mm-hmm. to be the uh, head of, um, of um, Safaricom. So let me give this some perspective. If you're in the States, Safaricom is like Verizon or Sprint. If you're in, um, if you're in the UK, it's like O2 or it's like T-Mobile or whatever. It's now called EE in uh, the UK. Or if you're in Holland, it's like T-Mobile. It's like yeah. the biggest phone company on the ends and he led it for a period of change and a lot of good things have been said about the man so we add our condolences to him very interestingly i don't think people would expect us to start the podcast talking on, about on bob, yeah. uh, bob, bob collymore yeah but what what has been interesting to me is how much stuff he was involved in like outside of the corporate spin yeah because now the real human stories are coming out you know yeah. and it's it's really weird as people yeah we always save that the, the good stuff until someone dies like you know i saw a video of him walking in the slums of dandora yeah. wanting to help do stuff with he, um you know a, you know a matatu you know yeah. public service here's the thing what's quite interesting is um i think we've all seen different kind of ceos in the industry, right? Mm. And there's always this whole stuck-up image. Right. That if a man's a CEO, he's got the corner office, he's not out here doing this, you don't right. know who he associates with. Mm. Bruh. This bro, guy was out there. This guy was out there, bro. Yeah. You know, music, he's out there, different plays, yeah, man. pushing the envelope in a different kind of way. Sure. So mm. that's why a lot of human stories have come out. Yeah, for real. You know what I mean? And he had this thing called the Boys Club, which was like a collection of of big time CEOs that nobody knew about, by the way. It's called the Tuesday Club. The Tuesday Club, right? Tuesday Club, yeah. So pretty much, basically, it was him and a collection of other CEOs, yes, famous Kenyan CEOs, and they met every Tuesday and discussed, I guess, ways to move the country forward and stuff. Bro, it's quite something because mm. he's actually the one who invited the different uh, people to, right. to, you know, to his group and all. all when right. you think about the CEOs on it and things they've, bro, let, let me let me bring out the money in me, mm. right? Bro, when you think about that picture of him and his boys, you collect the count the net worth. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, I ain't gonna lie. The only Sheesh. thing, the only thing right now that I can um, really invite my guys to is 
Milan on a Thursdays. On a Thursday, it's a brand new night. We play <laughs> dancehall and reggae music at Milan. That's the only club I'm inviting you guys to. Thursday club. There you go. <laughs> but one thing, one controversial thing that happened um, during his funeral was that the um, former CEO, who is now the interim CEO of Safaricom, he said something while he was doing his tribute that ruffled a few people the wrong way. He did not want anyone to worry about him. He wanted to worry about everybody else. Over the last 15 years, I went from being amused by this white man in a black body, pretending to be a very serious corporate person, to really becoming a serious corporate leader. So the issue that people are having is Mike Joseph, Michael Joseph, who is now the interim CEO of um, Safaricom, him coming out and saying that Bob Collymore reminded was like a, a white, white man, man in a black body. Now, people are pissed off about that statement. Discuss. White man in a black body. You think he's being racist? Very. I don't, I don't think so. No, I think he's being racist. I don't because think so. Because why, why can't a black man do the same thing that a white man can? Why do we even have to compare a white man and a black man in the first place? Wow. I, Andy. I, that, I, that's, I, that's a valid question. I didn't expect that. But yeah, I, I mean, let's question. run with it. Let's run with it. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? You know how on the show you guys are always claiming that uh, I'm very white. Yeah. Which you are. You, you know what I mean? Because maybe of my mannerisms, the how way I you dress, do, you dance. The, all those different kind of things. I mean, ah, we lit <laughs> behind your back, we call you Carlton from Fresh Prince. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know that kind of thing. I think that's what he meant. Because when you think about he and um, him and Michael Joseph, uh, the late Bob Collimore, they had a relationship not known to us, right? Mm. Like how you and your boys know each other. Right. And your boys will probably call you, yo, you're this, you're yaddy, you're this, you're that. Mm. Bro, I think it was simply that. Right. No, it's nothing too complicated. Check the context, man. He said that he kept surprising him and he saw a white man in a black man's body. Exactly. That's what, what he means is this, right? You know, the perception of black men do some things like this and white men do some things like this. Mm. You get me? Like, if I told you, hey, uh, I'm going mountain climbing this week. and uh, That's I'm, some white shit. Exactly. But this, this was professional, bro. No, bro. They knew each other yes. out of even the whole professional. Bro, for you to sit down and tell someone, if I die fast, you'll have to recite this poem. You know they had that pact. Right, right. Yeah? Mm. So these guys are clearly friends. My thing is this. like, I just think basically that uh, Michael Joseph was calling Bob Collymore an Oreo. Exactly. Or a coconut. Which That's is, it. Which is what we call people who are black on the outside and white on the inside. Now, here's the here's the issue though. Like, you can have the mannerisms of wherever you're from or whoever's you, wherever you're from, but at the end he goes, somebody who moved from being who wanted to be like a corporate super super giant to becoming a corporate super giant. Mm. And I think that's where the issue the, the issue is. People are like he almost said that, yo, for him to be to become that much of a super giant within the corporate space you know, he was moving like a white man still. Yeah. Personally, I think his remarks are a bit off-center. What do you mean? I think they're off-center in the sense that like, you know, in the context of who you are and where you are, I don't think they were appropriate. Yeah. But do I think they were racist? I don't think they were racist. I agree with Calvin in the sense that like, these are two boys, they're pals, and like, you know, one speaking at one's funeral because if you see the emotion that my man had when he was delivering that eulogy. It's not a joke. 
those tears and those breaking down shit, that wasn't yeah. like fucking a joke. That was like, True. I think it was an unfortunate choice of words as opposed to... And and here's the thing. You, we, we can't... We can't bro, that guy is not racist. If you think about how he... I, 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 I didn't go that far. <laughs> I didn't yes. go that far. I You're said, you guys, I, said yes. I don't think that statement was racist. Was, was racist. Me, I don't know nothing about <laughs> Michael Joseph, bro. Okay, so let's not go, go down that route, mm. right? But if you think about it, how moved he was when he was delivering that speech said, after bro. he read the poem. Yeah. Fam, who's, have you ever met anyone who's like super composed when they're mourning? Mm. When they're mourning? Well, I mean, I, I can be. There's some I was, who are. Bruh, when my grandmother passed away, I was completely composed at the funeral. I was like, yo, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of people coming home every day. I'm tired of like these wakes and this stuff. Yeah. I just wanted it to be over. So on the day of the funeral, you were composed. I was in I was at the side of the church smoking a cigarette from. I when my grandmother died, I remember the day that um, you know, we were in the church, right? Um, you know, long nights, same mm. guys are there. I fell asleep at the service. Oh my only God. to be woken up for me to go read my mm. um, my tribute to her. You yeah, sleep everywhere, I'm, Calvin. No, I was exhausted, bro. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, for real though, like funerals, was, funerals are fucking exhausting. They're exhausting. So mm. I fell asleep. I was woken up, went, did my thing. Bro, ain't nobody going to tell me how I mourn my grandma. Mm. That's our relationship. And now I, I'm glad you mentioned how we mourn, Yeah. Another thing that came out on the back of Bob Collymore's demise or his death is that everybody was trying to insert themselves yeah. into the story. So it was, it, was, it was like, oh, you know, this has affected me personally because... Da, 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 da. Now, I get collective grief. And, you yeah. know, for example, if somebody famous died, I get all of that. But it was really funny. Was it that he was a man of the people who touched people individually? Or, or what? Because every every almost every tribute I read was somebody recounting and pushing themselves in the middle I, of the story. The, the first time I met Michael, my, what's his name? First time I met Bob Collymore, it was this and that. It was a lot of that. But mm. what's your issue with this? Um, I just think sometimes the choice of words that people use, you can almost sense that they're trying to to group mourn and you know like when someone's getting married and you're like yo because you know what i'm the person who introduced that person to that yeah. chick and da, 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 da. Yeah. you're trying to insert yourself in somewhere where you can express your grief like for example mm. if i was to come out and i was to say like yo listen man oh man when prince died i was beside myself i tell you i rolled down the stairs i was just like completely gone man that day there i could not even work even my boss came to me and said to me yo g what's wrong with you and tell you i didn't eat you've made it about you yeah you've not made it about the person who's died that's a stretch now yeah you know what i'm trying to say and yeah. i saw but, but, so but, much but, of but that that's what social media is about you're giving your perception you understand are you really gonna no 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 social media guys this is my handle Mm. I don't represent uh, GMITM. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. I don't represent the show. I represent what my feelings are. Mm. You get me? So when I say um, I'm moaning you, of course it has to come from my personal. I get that. And at the end of the day, when somebody passes away, yeah, everybody's going to have a personal experience. But it's just the way you express yourself because I read like articles, I saw tweets where the only thing you saw about Bob Collymore was I'm going to miss Bob Collymore. Then it was weeping and wailing, gnashing of 
teeth. Oh, woe is me. I'm never going to be the same. But My life has changed. what the fuck else do you expect? No, Some, I, he's as very famous. Yeah. Everybody's going to liken Fam, himself Some to... Some of these people weren't even that close to the guy. Of course they were not. That's the that's thing the now. Wave. Guys are riding on that wave. Exactly. Why? Clout, Okay, my G. let me tell you. When Michael Jackson died, I couldn't sleep. I ain't going to lie to you. For real? Because, like, well, it happened late at night. Yeah, it was late at night. <laughs> I had insomnia. Yeah. But when Michael Jackson died, and even when Whitney Houston died, because those aren't two of my childhood, like, fucking icons, yeah? Yeah. I won't lie. I sat there thinking, fuck, like, bro. Yo, but, yo, I woke up. I had breakfast. I had lunch. I had dinner. I might have rolled a joint in those days. <laughs> Whatever, yeah? Listen. But I had a good... I was easy. Knock on wood, right? Before I say what I'm about to say. So, just you, you best knock that wood hard. Because <laughs> so, I know what you're about to say so, yeah. concerns me dying. Of course. If you slip down the stairs... <laughs> And you fucking die. Yo, not that wood hard. I'm knocking on the wood and the studio wood. What the fuck? It's going to be the same things. Guys will be out here writing tributes like, first okay. time I met G. All right. You understand? All right, cool. He touched right. us with his mental meditation wait, every wait. single so day. So if I die, if yeah. I die tomorrow, and you and Andy uh. have got to make a speech at my funeral, in 30 seconds, touch wood, what, what, would, what would you say? I'd be like... <laughs> He was a good guy. <laughs> wow. No, like, I don't know what the fuck to say. You know, it's a moment kind of thing. How am I supposed to be like, I yeah, can't believe you. I can't believe your that death. You're, you're finding it so hard. What about you, Andy? I'd say uh, he was a game changer. He loved life and he lived his life fully. I'd just say, yo, Jamison should have given him more alcohol. <laughs> Simple as that. Like, you know, everybody's going to try and give all that good shit. I'd be like... My man just loved his whiskey and he liked it. He liked his Jameson. Wow. So pour a drink to him. You know, Do you know, because how am I going to be out here? When my grandmother died, I tried to throw a packet of cigarettes in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> and my family stopped me. They were like, that was, no. This, I'm like, why are you guys being fake? This <laughs> woman loved her cigarettes. She smoked like a fucking chimney. Like when my granny died, right? They wanted to buy her some like... um comfortable heels to bury her in. I was like, listen, guys, this woman never wore heels. She liked her flats. She liked her flats. So I went to butter, so bought her bro. flats, put her on, put them on her. Boom. Let's not fucking lie. And that's another thing about funerals as well, fam. Like, all that expense, bro. Bro, are you guys, at I died today, you guys are buying me some, some, a suit. Bro, I never wore a fucking suit in my life. Exactly. As a matter of fact, none of, like, if I die, none of the suits in my wardrobe fit me anymore. <laughs> also, you know, when you're dead, you've expanded a bit, right? Like, yeah. the things, bro, a suit for what? Bury me in my Vazi t-shirt. <laughs> my sneakers, fam. I'm out. I agree with you, man. Just throw on some kind of dashiki or something. <laughs> I'm good to go. You know what I mean? Dashiki? Mm. Why the fuck would you want to be buried in a dashiki? Because eyes different, motherfucker. But, but let me ask you this. When you die, what's the use of you wearing underwear? Are you saying that guys who wear the shikis don't wear underwear? <laughs> no, I'm saying like if I was there. So Friday, like, Friday, Friday prayers in mosques. Be aware that nobody's wearing underwear underneath their their kanzus. Bro, let me tell you this, right? If I'm dead, why you guys putting underwear on me? You want a god commando? No, like that's what you imply. No, think about it. Mm. What do you need underwear for? What do you need clothes for? As in, bro. So like, just bury you naked then? Exactly. No, naked. Bro, you, there's going to be a viewing, first and foremost. Mm. Yeah. You don't want people saying, <laughs> a, brief, a brief viewing. <laughs> guys, guys, you don't want guys going like, Whoa, I should have replied to that DM. <laughs> and the way he used to talk about his dick on the podcast. 
You know what I mean? Wow. Oh, Oh, crazy. Oh, my God. You guys have just reminded me. So, Mm. I was on a road trip this weekend. Yeah. And halfway between driving and coming back, I was like, hmm, what if I decide to drive naked? Like, random thought. Wow. You're different, bro. Did you? No, of course not. Mm. Like, I thought about how that would be in the news. Man driving naked back from Yeri. Let me ask you guys, though. What is the freakiest thing you've done in a car while driving? Picked my nose. Picture nose. Okay, Farted. boogeyman. Sir. <laughs> Calvin? Falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you lot, man. Fuck you lot. You no, know what want to make me look bad? Okay, okay. Sour. Of course, some, you know, some sloppy toppy. Mm-hmm. Sloppy toppy. While driving. <laughs> when you were there. <laughs> <laughs> sloppy toppy. Bro, let me tell you. Are we you. talking about in the car? I'm talking about while the car's moving. Yeah, of course. Well, wow. the car's moving. Let See, me tell you so this. Wait, wait, wait. The, so the you, the only thing moving, you've had your car for one year. So <laughs> oh, by a oh, come on. I, I ain't driving what that car fuck? no more, bro. I ain't driving that so car So by no a more. process of elimination. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's not get into detail. But let I me tell you this. You can, you can go round <laughs> roundabouts. Uh-huh. And tongues can go round. Are you speaking in, um, in parables now? <laughs> Gee, come on. You know you've... Got in a bit of. I've um, done some crazy shit in cars. Like I ain't even gonna lie to you, man. Do tell. What? I'm just telling. I've got. I've got head while I'm driving. That's standard. Yeah. Have you? That t- shit is fucking dangerous, though. It is. It <laughs> that is. That shit is, is crazy though. dangerous. It is. Yeah, but it's a bit of a thrill. A thrill seek. Andy, don't oh do God. this, by the way. Don't, don't ever do this. Do that. Be a good guy. Kwani. Don't do that. Okay. Shit was fun, but it's also very dangerous. <laughs> it, it's very dangerous. Imagine, yeah. bro. Especially was, at mm, night. Mm. Like I, imagine an accident happening and then someone's <laughs> on your fucking jaw. <laughs> no, but head during driving is actually hard. It's dangerous, it's right? It's fucking dangerous. Like if you got into an accident. Because you have to hold the steer, uh, steering above. Like, like that. Yeah, yeah, like, that. Over yeah. like that. Or yeah. you can do it under as well. You know what huh? I mean? It depends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? You can see the steering. You can hold it like this. Mm. And... No, how, how do you turn? You bro? have to hold. You have to hold the steering. The I top. think with this calls for a practical. You need no. a bigger radius. I haven't done it, but math, Andy, bro. We need a practical. No, for this. it's okay. It's all right. Wait, are you sending Andy out there to experiment? Yeah, You're no. Going to yeah, like you have to Andy. hold. Hold from the top. Remember, you need you to drop hold. this car back. So, <laughs> Yo, first of all, I ain't stepping foot in that car, bro. No, by no. the way, for for those who are listening, Calvin's about to give Andy his car to drop to where? Someplace. Someplace. Yeah. Mm. So you need to drop that. But yo, sex in the car is bad. You yeah, know, it's actually... It's uncomfortable. No, no, no. Sex in the car, they say that if you have sex in the car, the probability of that car getting an accident is quite high. It depends if the car's moving. No, or not. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Like, it's, like it's bad luck. Mm. I just think that, um, I just think that, you know, as a man, you, when you have a vehicle, you, you're going to use that vehicle to do crazy shit sometimes. But full on, as in smash in a car, never done it. Yeah, me too. But um, yeah, working on it. You think someone's that, that seat has gone in my car, bro? Like, do you know how uncomfortable it would be for you to smash in leather? Oh yeah, my car. My car come from Japan, man. Japanese <laughs> people don't have sex. Kacha, <laughs> Wow. Anyway, um, hold on, hold on. Speak, uh, now, um, let's go back to that whole story about Bob Collimo, right? Yeah. I see that this is about to be a flex in the two five four private burials. I'm a, I'm with it. You're with it? 100%. Like a couple of people here, there? Fam, if you think about it, right, you know, you actually, Calvin, know, I would say 99% of my friends mm, yeah. in the 254. True yeah. or false? True. 
Andy, you're you're newer to the team. You probably know a good 60-70% of my friends, mm. as in friends outside of work and yeah, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, of those people you know, isn't it probably numbers probably know more than what? I mean, when I say friends, not just people I know, mm. as in people who I hang out with, it probably numbers what? 10, 15? They're about. They're, they're about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 at a mm. stretch. Yeah. Why would anybody else outside my cir- circle need to be there? Bro, we followed you on Instagram. <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys are fucking. Bro, the year's not 1830. Bro, you have how many followers do you have on Instagram? Probably about 30,000 or something. Yeah, Bro, they're coming. Fam. <laughs> they're so, coming. 30,000. Yo, I'm signing in a leave form. <laughs> Reason to attend my followers barrier. <laughs> You're mad. No, for real. Think about it, because people already kind of know you. So you're going to deprive them of the opportunity to get closure. Bruh, there's no closure. All right, all right. It's cool. Me, we'll me, play a couple of rhythms and all. <laughs> <laughs> but. Dub plates. Dub plates. Like, Fade away. like yeah, we'll be, we be, we be at your barrier. We're dropping. This is Jay-Z hanging out with. <laughs> what it's else? Ricky Ross. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, man. Yeah, but you guys, I ain't going to lie, though. Um, you guys do need to play. There is a dub plate that you guys do need to play though at my funeral though, man. Huh? The rom- rom- knock on wood though. No, no, no. Knock no, on wood, no. bro. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. What obviously. would your death wish be? Let's actually talk about that. I don't have a death wish, but I want guys, I want guys to um to hear this, right? When when at my funeral, yeah, y'all gotta play um this Word. one. This one, listen, listen. <laughs> y'all gotta play this one, listen, listen, listen. Anyway, when I see some boy, I try step to it. G money, I kill them from far. Cause them no ready for the war. G money say, Dirty son boy, I go get doom. Them little jump and I go down in a tomb. Son boy, shall show it. Fade away. And I know. Okay. Yeah, you gotta play that one. So you okay. That's, that's a bad, an interesting one. That's a bad man dub. Fade away. There, there you go. So man's gonna record himself him singing between the songs. I Yo, listen. We'll. Man fell down the stairs, but <laughs> you're still with us, brethren. <laughs> but you know what I respect about Bob Collymore though? He curated his own funeral, bro. man. That's a that's real shit right that's there. Boss bro, right there. Try that shit in Yanza, bruv. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, like, yo, you can't deny man of a party. Oh, man. Trust nah. me, man. Yo, so, um, we've spoken about Bob Coley more. We've spoken about funerals and stuff. He got cremated, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was another talking point. Like, how can you be CEO and be burnt? Man knows how to economize, fam. <sighs> mm. How much cremation is pretty? What, like, um, cremation is, $300? Yeah, it's less than how that. How much a casket? It's like cre- cremation in Kenya is like less than $200, fam. Do you know what I mean? So he smashed it with and that. And you know, it's not even that expensive. Because if you think about the pots, the pots that are sold on the roadside, right? Mm. We can just put your ashes on that. Because your ashes really what? come to... I know yeah. my ashes would be... No, less than a kg when you're done. Uh, yours would be a kg for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sour bassy. Okay, it's fine. I'll work with that for real. Do you know what? I saw something else this week though. Uh, completely randomly, completely separate from this. I saw something on... Um, 
on social media today. Yo, shout. I want to send a shout going out to um the there's a podcast. It's called Free Shots of Tequila. Oh yeah, yeah. It's done by um, a guy called uh, Mr. Exposed Marvin Abbey and Marvin Taser Black. Right. So by the way, they're signed First to. First and foremost, Taser Black. Mm. He's probably black. I don't know. Taser Black. Taser black. black. That's some pornster name, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Taser Black's following you. Oh. About to tase you. But shout out to them, man, there, because they've taken like the whole podcasting thing to another level because um, their numbers are crazy. And also, they've signed exclusively to Spotify. Mm. Um, and Spotify put up loads of billboards across the UK. For them. They sold out. Um, they've just done a sold out um, tour um, across the UK as well. And really inspirational. Actually, if you if you fo- you should follow those guys by the way on social media especially like Mr. Exposed cuz always spitting jewels and always just dissing people it's funny as fuck so anyway i was um on um um i saw this thing on Marvin's uh Instagram and it was basically um some chick saying that men should not date if they're broke men should not date if they're broke now, I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast might fall into that category still, but life can change for you. But if you're broke, this lady, she said, men should not broke, should not date if they're broke. What do you guys think about that? Wow. Um, Man, then, are you guys broke, <laughs> by the way? I need to know because like, you seem deep in thought. Right now, considering my finances, I kind of agree. You agree? Yeah. What kind of man are you? No, um, she's, she's right because... As a man, and I've learned this in the past three months, because I, I had a friend who uh, he, his career took uh, a step in the right direction uh-huh. and things started working out really well for him. So I had a conversation with him afterwards and I asked him, hey, yo, what's going with your, with your relationship right now? He said, your man is good. Right now I can get my shorty this, move to a new place. Now I got a bigger screen and all that. Mm-hmm. And he said that him getting more money, in, like it, it enriched their relationship. It made their relationship way better. There's less stress. So was he dating when he was broke or not? Yes, he was. But according to his testimonial, quote unquote, it was testimonial. Yeah. Fucking hell, you go to church. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was quote unquote better. That's some bullshit. It, I Absolutely. Wish it I, I wish it was. Calvin, what's your vibe? That surely ain't never got a dick from a broke nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes broke, broke, broke nigga. That's that, like that's all you have to dick offer. Currency you, fam. That's all you have to offer. Like <laughs> on the table, like fam. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you why I hate that statement. Why I, I personally hate that statement. I hate it because especially when you're growing up, when you're in your like late teens early 20s yeah yeah no one's really got money no one's really got money to be honest like honestly let's be honest like most of us if we had to wait until we had money to break our virginities enough man would be getting laid in their 30s <laughs> straight up because the money you're seeing in your 20s is not real major money true so the fact that i'm saying is this like why why wouldn't you why wouldn't you i don't want to say use the word take a chance right but why wouldn't a woman want to be there as you build as opposed to coming and seeing the finished product? It's like, you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, for example, if a chick meets a guy and the guy is overweight and the guy starts going to the gym, right? And she's been with him from the day when he was chubby chubs to now he's Mr. Universe, right? And everything. Progression. Even though he probably starts ignoring her because of steroids <laughs> and fucking supplements, yeah? But the point I'm trying to make is the process. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I get you. Like, I, 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 for example, in my case, and I, I've said this before, my ex, one of my exes rather, I have so much respect for her because mm. 
she had it. She she came from a decent family. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Right. She was proper decent. Mm. And when I had bad credit, when I had no nothing, no, no money, nothing was going on for me. She helped me to lease or not lease or buy my my first new car. It was signed off. She 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 paid the deposit on her credit card. Blah 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 blah. I respect that. She was there for you. Because she was there for me. Consistently. Yeah, I fucked up eventually as men do. And why the fuck does that always happen? Yeah. Have you ever noticed that when my man's been catered for by a woman, like she's like, yo, don't worry, I got you. You just be like, mm, <laughs> we just some, fuck dick up. Sap, some dick sucked over here, yeah, I, over there. And you know, but you know whose fault that is? Oh, That's no. women's fault. Huh? That's women's fault because a woman never wants you until you're in a relationship. You could be out there single as the day is long. You could be out there yeah. broke as the day is long. But the minute you get into a relationship, whether you have money or you're broke, you suddenly become attractive. Value appreciation. Of course, road tested. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? <laughs> we spoke about that. Yeah. Yeah. So but anyway, yeah. Here's the thing. But, but the res- let me just finish that point. Oh. The, re- the respect... I have for her can never ever change. And waver. Yeah. Okay. Even though I fucked up. But yeah. Um f- dating when you're broke. I think you can't um you can't let brokenness stop you from dating. You know what I mean? You can't. As Date, a, as a and I, I actually think guys who are broke and you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that's gonna be the rest of your life. Bro, and also it guys who are broke are generally a bit more creative than and people also, with money. Fam, when you're growing up, it's like it's like a rite of passage. You're supposed to be able to say, "Yo, I don't need money to get pum pum." It's like a challenge. It's like yeah. It's like who wants to be a millionaire or something. True. No, that's real. G, I think we need to draw a line between just getting some and getting into an actual relationship. Right. Yeah, because a relationship is different. You're stressing about money, you're stressing about a relationship. I think she's right to advise, guys, please, d- just don't. No, 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 no. It's all this superficial shit out here, bro. Let's call it what it is. Okay. Yeah, you know, dating over the years, standards have been set. Mm. You get me? So now, if you're dating, you know you got to have um, all those flowers, date nights, presents, all those different things. Wake they, me they, up they when you finish. spice the relationship <laughs> up. <laughs> you get me? Well, so, yeah, no. yeah. when you think about that lady, where she's coming from, and, you know, a lot of people, and, and women will say, I'm not about to uh, go below what I'm used to. I get all of that, bruv. If and my dad buys me flowers every week. No, bruv, I get all of that. But I'm trying to say, you can't set a president by saying, you can't be as exclusive as, as saying, oh, you shouldn't date if you're broke. Let me give, sometimes women are their own worst enemies. Let me give you another example, right? Mm. This thing that we have is called life. It's not, it's not a replay. It's not, it's, it's not, you know, end of the day. We all start from different positions. Yeah. Fam, we're sitting here doing a podcast. I was born in London. I grew up in Jamaica. You mm. were born in Kenya, in Nairobi. Yeah. Yes, no. And you grew up wherever, and same with you, right? Yeah. Who would have known 10 years ago, or 15 years ago, or 20 years ago, if somebody said to me that you're going to be living in Kenya, I'd have been like, me, live in Africa. Yeah, I'm not mad. a fucking with African. With fucking goat herders. <laughs> what? I'm going to go live in Jamaica. Yeah, with fucking goat herders. <laughs> you know what I'm I, I, w- I would have said, yo, I'm going to go fucking live in the Caribbean. If you said to me, you're going to live in Jamaica, or you're going to live in Trinidad or Barbados, I'd have been like, yeah, yeah. And if it was Africa, it would be like Ghana or Nigeria. I wasn't fucking going to Kenya. Then? Straight up. But here we are, sitting in Nairobi, Kenya, 
recording this podcast. The point I'm making is this. You don't know which direction life is going to take you. Mm, true. So by this woman, by anybody saying that you shouldn't date when you're broke, you don't know what that, that role that person is going to play Yo, in your life. Let me tell you, life changes so damn so much. Yeah, like life is boom. One thing happens and it leads to another like this, like mm. that. Bruh, like I've seen that shit in so many different ways. At times you forget about things and you just sit back and relax. You reminisce and you're like, whoa. Mm. Remember that one time life was like this and yeah. now it's changed up? Bruh, yeah. let me give you a classic example. Um, Glastonbury last week yeah. uh, took place in the UK. Big festival, right? Yeah, yeah. This kid called Alex mm-hmm. was ah. called on stage by Dave yeah. Santan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, he recited the, the words bar. to um, AJ, Tracy, and Santan song, Tiago Silva, right? Yeah. Fam, bar for bar. Bar for bar on the stage, killed it. He went from zero followers to like over 200,000 followers in one day. Yeah. He's been offered a record deal. One time. Bro, it's been a week in that kid's life. It can change, change. just like that. So the thing, and I always used to ask people, um, chicks this in the office, um, when we used to work in, in the industrial area, mm. which is a, a well, in the industrial it's a business area. district, yeah. So I always used to wonder, and I used to think, there was a time when we were at um, the old studio, and there was this chick who worked at the, the bakery stand in the supermarket, Nakumat, next to the studio, right? Mm, yeah. She was super hot, like malarial, sick, horrible, like perfect, right? And guys used to come back to the office and like, yo, have you seen that chick at the bakery stand? Now, here's the thing. She didn't even last a month. She sold bread, then she was breaded. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God, some man probably come in and say, hey, you. what? Hey, Can you, I get some bread and you as well? Yes. Can How I are spread? You? Like, she what? was gone. Yeah. Bumped, <laughs> bumped into her like um, a couple um, months later down the line. She was actually out in a, in a bar in, uh, in Westie. Yeah. And she was like, no, 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 no. You know, I went into business and, you know, she's about to get married. Life changed from a man she met at the bread stand. Now, look at it from a female perspective. A lady walks into a supermarket. There's a guy packing the bags at, 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 the, at the counter. Counter. Yeah. Yeah. She is not looking at him. You know why? Because he's packing bags at the counter. Straight up. Even if he was 6'4", like Malik. <laughs> Size 13 shoes like Malik. <laughs> and if you want, ladies, if you're listening, Malik's Twitter handle is at 64. Yeah, S-I-H-X. S-I-H-X-4. Follow him. He tweets pictures of himself. I mean, he's Mr. Buff. Even if he looks like Malik, ladies, yeah? Like, and he's packing your bags in the supermarket. You'll walk past the guy because he's th- he's not your level. I, I think guys, um, you know, there's a whole perception of being broke and undercutting yourself. Mm. Bro, if you have those two combinations, you're fucking yourself up. Mm. You're done, yeah. You, you, you gotta, if you're broke, bro, you're working on something trying to get your money up. Sounds mm. sour, cool. But you can't now have your confidence low. Bro, first and foremost, let me tell you, one of the greatest ton offs, uh, what do you call it? Ton offs for women mm. is those guys who be out here, yo, I got dough, you know, let my money work for me, let my yeah. money. Nah, bro. It's like you can't win though. You can't. Mm. You get me? Here's the thing. You got to be creative. Me, when I was broke. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just yeah. exposed La- Last week, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> you get me? When I was like that, mm. of course, you, you got to t- trust the process. Come on, G and I know. Conversations, I'd be like, yo, I need money. What, what, what? Bro, we've trusted the process. Mm. It's gone on. You know, greater things, all that kind of thing. But when I was, when I didn't have as much coin, 
that never stopped me from dating. Exactly. Bro, I we'd go for my 100 bob, 200 bob date and we were fucking happy. We were content. Mm. You know what I mean? It was none of this fake shit. Am I going to be out here robbing banks to sustain that mm. or conning, you know, that kind of thing? No, That's no, right. No, 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 Because no. if I go to jail, she ain't fucking with me. Mm. For sure. She's never coming to somebody else, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drop the soap. <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of thing. So you, you, you can't be out there just saying, mm. but then again, yeah. would ladies want to date a broke man? Yes. You know, at the end of the day, it's not really you who make the decision, right? It's them. It's them. But, but what we're give them a reason to, bro. Give them a reason to. All right, let me ask you a question, Mr. Church Boy. Okay. So you say, to yourself, you say to yourself that right now you're just beginning your climb of the financial ladder, right? Yeah. Let's say you go to church mm. and you go to church on Sunday and there's a, like a super hot chick at church okay. showing interest in you. Mm-hmm. And remember, you're both in God's house. Okay. No head in the car park. <laughs> We're being completely pure right here. And she says, hey, Andy, um, or, or, or you say, you holler at her, and she turns around and says to you, yo, Andy, you're cool, but you know what? Holler back when you get a job, or holler aye, back aye, when you're aye, more. Aye, How would aye, you feel? Aye, aye. I wouldn't feel bad. I'd feel bad for her. It's her loss, bro. Hey, it's her loss. Fucking fuck. No, for real. Hey. For real. It's her loss. I know I'm an amazing guy. You know. You're, but you're broke. You shouldn't be dating. It's, it's okay. She's the one who approached me. No, you approached her. I approached her. Yeah. I shot my shot and she declined just because I'm broke. Yeah. That's her fault. Okay, it's her problem. The, fa- the fact that I'm broke. Yeah. No, but you, according to what you said earlier, you shouldn't even be shooting your shot because you're broke. Exactly. That's why I told you there's a fine line between smashing and dating. See, you're in church. Obviously, it's dating. You're looking. You're not looking for some, some I don't know, scriptural pum-pum or something. But so I now mean, we're not going to smash even if we're in a relationship. But you know, if you think about it, like, let, let me be practical. Okay. I think I got more laid more when I didn't have no coin. Mm. You get me? Well, I, things might have I guess you get more creative. <laughs> <laughs> things might have Yeah, back when, bro, like it was just like... <laughs> what? But you know why that is though, Calvin, man? Because you're the coochie monster. <laughs> and guys know you be eating that pum pum real good. <laughs> they be like, well, yo, well, Calvin, yo, that tongue. <laughs> what that mouth Shit. do? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Anyway, yo, listen. I just think as, as a wrap up, we should say it shouldn't matter whether you've got money or you've not got money. Start. Everybody deserves the headache of relationships. Relationships are quite interesting. Mm. Are you going to get into one? Well, I'm not sure. I can't no, never say never. G, oh my God. I would fucking love for you to fall in love. Oh my God. I can't wait for that day. Oh shit. That would be amazing. Bruh. Like, yo, like, hey, so what are you doing this weekend? You know, first and foremost, my man doesn't go nowhere. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, we're <laughs> out there checking out elephants. Mm. Bro, for me to see you holding hands, I, I selfies and all that shit. I wouldn't say that I'm relationship averse. I'm just not very good at them. Yeah, but simple. Wouldn't you like to fall in love? Like, see, I've been in love before. No, Calvin, bro. Calvin, why are you, you talking like about love, the past? I, well, let's I've, stick to present I, continuous. I've I've been in love before, and if you give me a choice between going to Canada and getting <laughs> into a relationship. I've never been to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. You seem like the guy who's a hopeless romantic. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah no, yes. no, 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 no. This hard-headed yeah, guy yeah. with all the walls he, up, yeah. Bro, have you seen yeah. G act around women? Oh, hi. You seem very, very soft. Smooth operator. I'm not so, soft. No, no, no. no. I'm soft. Yeah. I'm honest. Yes, you're honest. We've not disputed that. Mm. But you look like the kind of guy who's actually a hopeless romantic. No. Like, you'll be out here, flowers, fam, dates, do you know what Amy Winehouse would say? I'm no good. 
I cheated myself like I knew I would. I told you I'm trouble. I told you I'm no good. I cheated myself. I'm honest. You know, this whole mystery that you have going on, like, it's like opening a door to find another door to find another door. (laughs) No. Like, can we open these bloody doors? I don't think there's a mystery. Like, I've always stated, I'm not relationship averse. I'm just not very good at them. That's as simple as it is. It doesn't mean that you don't want to have contact, you don't want to have whatever, but it just means at the end of the day, the idea of, like, just... Ah, nah. Calvin, you've changed though. Not at this point in my life. Not like, now, <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it, Andy. <laughs> now, Andy, no, um, Calvin, <clears throat> relationships, man. Let's talk. Let's talk. Mm. You know that like, when your pal gets into a relationship or your friend gets into a relationship mm. and all of a sudden there's weekends <laughs> in the countryside. Photos in guy, the WhatsApp group. Guys start coming to work late in the morning. Every day. Have you ever, do you know anyone like that? Nah. No, <laughs> no, but 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 you sh- you you get to work, you know, late occasionally. I get to work late every day. Is it those morning quickies or what? <laughs> no, I get I get to work late every day. But as a matter of fact, but, I get to work late every day. Not because I'm no longer late. Okay. Y'all know yeah, I yeah, come yeah, in yeah. like 15 minutes what? past six. <laughs> I get to work Bro. late so much that it's no longer late. Oh, man. So, but let me tell you this. So when I when I ch- turn on the um, the radio um, in the car, when I'm downstairs in the car park, I expect to hear you and Andy. Yeah. Mm, well, oh, here's the thing. Everyone who listens, no, so that's not even late. It's, it's not late. Here's the thing. So out of my, my last relationship, right, when I got out of it, I said I was not going to date for a while because I needed to work on myself because, bro, it was quite a it was tumultuous. Hey, <laughs> fam. Like it was quite a bit. I went through it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I remember a day I sat in the office and tears started rolling down my eyes. Wow. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> you were crying. Like you tears <laughs> rolling down. And you know you're not doing none of that. It's just tears. I was like, fuck this shit. I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> just like this podcast needs to end, it's getting soft. But I've been afraid to fall in love. Like, you know those ones when you're you're like Love nah, is bro. love can be scary. It can't be. Mm. But you know, you gotta let yourself go and be like, bro, listen, we're open for business. It's like Nakumat coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah boy. It's yeah. getting kinda hot in the studio, man. Let's end this podcast. <laughs> you lot are some soft motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>